Simple souls speak survivor. That's us. We're the simple souls that speak survivor. I'm Richard. And I'm Anna. Clearly. Clearly. Well, you know what? <laughs> we are two episodes into Survivor, but we had that we had that special experience when we were um invited to go to the Art Marble 21 bar and restaurant in Seattle for a special fundraising event that was also the Survivor premiere party. Technically, of course, everyone was following protocols as far as I could tell. At least you and I were. I would like to know what your reaction was seeing Survivor in a venue with people reacting to it live as it aired. Um, it was so cool. I would argue to say every reality show should be watched in a large room full of fans. I agree. I uh, get it. Like I seen like The Bachelor Nation like when I have watched that show, like sometimes there's like viewing parties and like I always thought it was kind of silly, but no, I totally get it now. Me too. I was like um I'm here for it and we were there for it, of course. Yeah. Oh, this is it. I miss the jungle and I miss the ocean. Mostly, I missed our time together. Survivor started out as this tiny little social experiment, and it has evolved into one of the most mentally draining, physically challenging, and socially complicated games ever seen on television. And you've been there every step of the way. Been too long. Glad to be back. I loved it too. And not to mention, we saw Survivor. We saw Survivor alumni Wentworth and Lolly and Wentworth Dad as well. Yes, Wentworth's dad. The most famous of them all. I know. <laughs> well, he was so under the radar at the party. I know it was like Kelly Wentworth and Lolly that were like mm -hmm. in charge of it, but he was just waltzing around like he wasn't famous too. But in my eyes, He's just as famous as any Survivor contestant, you know? Exactly. It was great. It was great. Um, so you and I, we got pictures taken together, and then you were so gracious to get some photos with me and the Survivors, you know, the castaways. Yes. Yeah, thank you. We waited so patiently for Wentworth's dad, too. Like, the most patient I've ever been. I know. I was very proud of you. <laughs> I was proud of both of us because I was like, he is just talking to fanboys and we are clearly waiting just for a photo opportunity and we also like him. So we're trying to be respectful. <laughs> yeah. You got to be respectful. Can't just jump in. No, no, no. It's exactly how we got the pictures because we were respectful, patient and kind. And then we were out of there. We were out. Yes. And then we got trapped outside. <laughs> oh my gosh. I forgot about that. And I have their phone numbers. Okay. So some of the attendees at the party asked us what we were all about. And I'm like, you want to know what we're about? We just started a Survivor podcast, so we're cool. 
And they were like, <laughs> what? And I'm like, no, I'm serious. And they're like, okay, well, here's my reaction to the show. I might play it on here, but they were <laughs> they were cute and funny and they were fangirling and fanboying it up. And they were funny, yeah. And yeah. I did um, exchange information with them. They do want to be on the podcast. So probably next week we can reach out and see what their schedules are like because they're funny. We were able to donate money and donate cans and goods to the charity of Wentworth and Lolly's Choice. And it seems to be a reputable, oh, yeah, a reputable little um, event that was. Yeah, I believe it was called Youth Cares. Yes. I was trying to think of it, but yes, that was it. I think that's it. Yeah. I sent them money, so I should know what it is, but. Mm, yeah, sometimes whatever. we just. It was, a, it was a QR code. I didn't actually know that much about it. Yeah. Send them money. We were hoping for a QR code, and we did get yeah. one. <laughs> we did. Yes. There was a, quite a few QR codes. I'm glad that the event seemed to be with the times. Exactly. Yeah. As far as we are all QR codes all the time now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was kind of an amazing experience. I did love running into our future fans of the podcast. They've never heard us before, but of course... They were interested yeah. just because we were... And then were... closer to the car, we ran into a couple, and her name was Allie. And we we all basked in the glory of what was this live event, watching TV. I agree. The only other experience I've had watching a TV show under similar circumstances was when they did a Fathom event episode of Star Trek. And... Hmm. They showed it in the movie theater, and so it was just a regular episode of Star Trek. It was a two-parter, so it kind of made it more the size of a movie. But mm -hmm. all the fans in the audience were laughing and reacting to an episode of TV that I've only watched by my lonesome in the past. And so it was cool to share that experience with them. Yeah, that's cool. So I, I think the only thing I've gotten close to that is like, I guess just watching it with a large group of friends when I normally watch it alone. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like even you and I, cool. even you and I afterwards caught up and watched that episode of Big Brother. And yes. sadly, it was the probably the most boring episode of season <laughs> 23. So I'm sad yeah. that that was the one that you and I chose to watch together because we were already together. But right. But it was. It was cooler. If anything, it made it better. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were just like. Uh, throwing metaphorical tomatoes at the screen together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So let's dive in. I think we should talk about that episode, which was a two-hour episode, and then we'll catch ourselves up in this one episode into the second week's episode because you and I were just so swept away with everything that we didn't have time to gather our thoughts. But I'll play some little yes. clips in this episode from our experience because. It was so cool just to hear that audience engagement. So I want to drop some clips in so people could get the idea, you know, without like totally bragging that we did a thing, you know. <laughs> that uh, we went out in public. Yeah, I know. And some, it's and the small things at this point. Definitely. It is the small <laughs> things because to me, that was probably the biggest, you know, to-do outing that I had done in the last year and a half. Yeah. So Thanks. it was... It was something, and I had my Vax card all ready to show everyone. But so, I brought my card all the way here. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to show people. I sh I've shown it on a couple of other, other a couple of other occasions, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, mm -hmm. I like how when I edit my own flubs, I 
do a little rewind noise. <laughs> I would like to rewind and say that again. Okay, back to Survivor. What was your reaction to just the whole two-hour premiere? Um, I thought it was great. I was so surprised by, like, because I guess the only introduction I've had to these people is, like, those, like, five-second clips or probably even less than that, that ABC, no, CBS, sorry. I should know that. Um, the clips that they had strung together, I, like, had some preconceived notions about how certain people were going to be and how they were going to play and, like, it was just very all surprising. Very. I thought so yeah. too, because some of our reactions were less, you know, correct than others. Yes. And we 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 zoom in, okay, some of the highlights actually were Jeff had a um twenty twenty one revelation that perhaps 21 years into Survivor, he may want to change some of the vernacular or vocabulary that he's been using. And one of those specific phrases was he used to say, come on in, guys, when they were coming in for a challenge. And then he asked the group at large at first and said, is this okay that we say that in the context of Survivor or should I retire that outdated phrase? And then is her name Evie? Yes, something like that, yeah. I think I think their pronouns might be they, them, but in that moment, they said, I'm Evie, I'm a queer woman, and to me, it's fine. And so I think they might identify as a queer woman, but still use the they, them pronouns. I can't be 100% sure because they have not addressed that on the show proper. It's just something I've read online, so I'm just trying to be okay. respectful. <laughs> Right. Yeah, so we don't know exactly, but for now, it would not be wrong to assume they, them, because then we're right. being extra careful. So Evie... And I feel like that was the only person, Evie, yeah. Evie, is Evie, the only Evie, person yeah. who did respond to that, and I think they just kind of let it die there right. in that initial conversation of that. And I remember turning to you and saying, I don't think that's that's what some other Survivor contestant is probably thinking at this moment. Right. Because I might have not, I just might know one of the other Survivor contestants and I, obviously I don't know any spoilers from the season, so this is fine that right. I'm covering Survivor, but knowing that person very well, I was like, wait a minute, they wouldn't want that to be laid to rest because they have special training in accepting language and vocabulary that is inclusive. So <laughs> I thought it ironic that that question would come up and then there wasn't an opportunity for someone to speak out. But later in the episode, mm -hmm. someone said, you know what? Hey, my name is Ricard and I was thinking about it all night and I kind of regret not saying anything in the moment, but I was kind of like, it was thrown at me. But obviously my actual personal feelings after having reflected on it all night are, it is kind of outdated. And if I didn't say something, I would be kind of like showing a bad example to all the young queer people, young queer people being in the world today go figure and then i think jeff turned to the camera and was like all right it's gone 
And you can tweet me if you don't like it. Yeah, I just feel like it should just be y'all. Yeah. Y'all's great. Well, and I was in college in Virginia for the longest time, so y'all is like my favorite thing to say. Right. I'm like, what are y'all doing? And then people think I'm like Southern. I'm like, just because I said y'all, I think it's a great term. Right. Yeah, I have family that's from uh, Florida, Tennessee, like all those places. And so that's common there. But then I lived in Texas for a long time. so And that's very common there. Right. So it's just, I don't know. I love it. And it makes me feel like hugged when I hear it. Because obviously living in the Pacific Northwest, you don't hear quite as much. Exactly. Yeah, or you can get like really creative and do like the whole like cats and kittens type of thing, where it's like you're not even referring them to as humans oh, anymore. Yeah, I like that. That's yeah. kind of fun. As long as you're creative, like we, you can let cats and kittens die at this point. But that's the <laughs> only thing I could think of off the top of my head. <laughs> well, as you can tell, Anna and I are super strategic survivor fans because we're talking about like these nuances of the show that were inside of the game <laughs> yeah so so much more exciting to us at times than the challenges but the challenges usually go thusly in this iteration of survivor 41 jeff prope said you can basically drop the 40 keep the one because this is a new era of survivor and he started by telling the three tribes, I don't know their names right now, but it's green, yellow, and blue. You need to jump off this ship, get all your oars out of this ship, go to your rafts, and oar yourself over to the island, but you have to unclip your raft first. Anyway, Mm -hmm. basically the only team that could function doing this properly was the green team, which Ricard is on and JD is on and Shan, and uh, Sarah, and what is the farmer's name again? Brad? I don't know people's names until the last week of the show. Exactly. For Survivor, also, it's a little (laughs) bit different than Big Brother. Big Brother, they're all in one house. In Survivor, they're on three different tribes that are on three separate parts of the island. So I'm just going to tell you that even during the finale of Big Brother last night, I didn't know most of their names either. <laughs> we Okay, spoiler. I'm terrible with names. <laughs> this is a spoiler alert for Big Brother. But did you like the finale, by the way? Um. Yeah, I liked it. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I was surprised based on the amount of um, fights or tiffs Tiff would have with people that she got America's favorite. But Well, I know that you were going for DX, which was the second place yeah. person in America's yeah. favorite player. We have some extra challenges to fill up this two-hour episode. One of them is basically no one wanted to do the triangle challenge. This is something that pops up on Facebook every few months where how many triangles are actually in this picture of all these many triangles? And I'm like, I don't know. And people say like 42 and oh, no, it's 57. So all the tribes pick to take water from one side of the island to the other and dump it in this barrel. Two barrels. Well, not all. It was just two tribes. The winning tribe, which was green, which had all those. And they got their flint and something else. Then the other teams were competing in a different competition to get ways to make fire for themselves. Yeah. 
Yeah. But it was like a, just a on your own kind of competition. Like they weren't competing against each other. They could both win or they could both lose. It yeah. didn't matter. This was very much Edge of Extinction last season of Survivor where they had to do a task on the Edge of Extinction and it took a long time to do. Mm-hmm. So they do it. They both do the yellow and blue tribe do the water, fill it all the way up. They get their supplies. But then this was the fill the bucket challenge. Or the two buckets challenge. Let's move oh, okay. on to the tribal immunity okay. challenge. But I want to go back to that. Okay, rewind. For a second, rewind. Because that is the moment. So I love Nasir. That was my one biggest shock of the first episode. I love Nasir in the initial video. And while his teammates are, they, to be fair, they probably were looking for the immunity idol. It definitely looked like that in the cut. But they did fill the bucket. They did complete the challenge. And so they did get their team the thing that they told them they would. But Nasir saw them looking or didn't see them looking. It was unclear. um, And went to the tribe and told them all that the guys um, were looking for the idol. They weren't working to complete the challenge and that they should get rid of them. And I got so mad at Nasir because, like, I had so much faith in him. I didn't think he was going to be catty. And, like, that's such a, like, a bad girl move to be like, this is what I saw. Yeah, so it <laughs> seemed... I was so disappointed. Totally. From episode one, it, it would appear that Nasir is throwing himself under the bus by tattling on other people. Right. I hated that. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Now we can go to the immunity challenge where the teams have to run up this thing it's kind of like a hill each team has to get their team up this hill and then at the end of that oh they have to carry something over a, a balance beam first and once they carry all the things over sandbags once they carry all the sandbags over the balance beam as you could tell i'm not a sports person so it's like <laughs> they um can start climbing up this rope of this little hill that they built out of wood. And at once the, all their team is on top, they've collected all the sandbags. They're up top. They get puzzle pieces and then they have to put together the puzzle and only one team can win. Not mm-hmm. all, not two okay. out of three. It's yeah. a one out of three. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there's no point in dragging it out. The yellow team seems to be the weakest team of them all. Yeah. They have some serious issues. They do. And blue seems to be the strongest. The only reason they didn't get themselves to the island with the raft is because they didn't realize that it was hooked onto two anchors. So they were rowing and there was two anchors and they only unhooked one. And so that's the only reason they lost that first minute. And it took them a very long time to figure that out. Yeah. (laughs) So the brains are not there, but the bronze is there, you know? Yes. You almost sure. you could almost compare it to brains, bronze, and beauty. Like the yellow tribe seems to be more the beauty tribe, and the green team seems to be more brainy, and then the blue team seems to be more bronze. And that's just me saying that based on their performance only. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even looking at them as individuals. I'm just looking right. at them as a team. It's like one is more smart and clever about how they play. One is more like, raw, we got this. And one of them's doing neither. <laughs> yeah, one of them doesn't have either quality. So, oops. And yeah, it seems collectively. like... Collectively. <laughs> yeah. Individually, they probably do, but they are in a competition together. <laughs> yeah. So, sadly, <laughs> uh, blue team wins. Green team gets second place, but it doesn't matter because 
Uh, there are two losers here. Yeah, two losers. So green is the first loser, and then yellow is the bottom loser. The most loser. The most loser. <laughs> and the, I just want to get rid of the the whole who got eliminated, because we barely even knew them, but Yellow Tribe voted out Abraham, who I think was David when we first were doing the recaps. So, so it's hard to say David Abraham or whatever but they were like he's a threat and he's too sneaky and strong so we'll get rid of him although there's kind of a women's alliance too on the yellow tribe so that was a guy that they could get rid of so smart for them if we haven't figured it out yet from cbs shows stop having all girls alliances they won't win (laughs) that's been the trend and that's why big d sorry going back to big brother was attacking the women because he read on Reddit, hey, advice for anyone playing Big Brother 23, um, if you could do an all-girls alliance and make it work, do that. And so Big D was on the radar. He was like, oh, they're going to do an all-girls alliance. He was the only one that read that Reddit thread, not the girls in the house. Right. And also, though, if he actually was a Big Brother fan, he would know that girls' alliances never work. They fail very quickly. (laughs) Yeah, historically, they haven't been able to pull it together. Yeah. Right. So, like, he should have been more focused on that and not what Reddit users think. Right. (laughs) Um, But, you know, doing your own research on Reddit and YouTube is all the rage right now. (laughs) Instead of just going to the source directly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We have uh, two tribal councils where they got rid of Abraham and then the green team went and that was kind of surprising because they threw a vote on Ricard. So that was kind of iffy. And then there was some votes for JD, I thought, but because JD, oh, I forgot to say that all, all tribes had one representative go to this other island where they clicked on whether to protect their vote or risk their vote. And if you risked it, you would get a double vote eventually whenever you wanted it. And then if you protected your vote, you just got your one vote and didn't have to worry about that. And there's more to it than that, but it's a long explanation. It's Yeah, it's too much. And also it's like an all-day event. Like they leave the challenge or whatever and they go to this and it literally takes them up until tribal. Yeah. Which is wild. Yeah. Like I love a good hike, but like, come on. (laughs) So JD on the green team was the one that did this, which actually painted a target on his back. And the whole tribe, Ricard was saying this, Shan and Shan and Sarah were saying it. They were like, we need him out. And Brad was like, no, we don't need him out. And then they get there. Oh, Jeannie is in that tribe too. I forgot. She she is married to a woman and got acceptance from her mom. All the stories were cute, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were like, "Let's vote JD out. J- JD needs to go." And then they're like, "Just kidding. It's gonna be Brad." Oh nope, just kidding. It's gonna be Sarah. So Sarah's gone. Yeah, that was all over the place. Yeah. I didn't understand who voted for what, why they were voting that way, but they don't explain it in the next episode, which happens to take place right after this one. Episode one leaves off, and then they pick up right from that moment on episode two. And the Green Tribe is like, oh, 
that was wild. We didn't want Sarah out. How did that happen? How did votes get on me, Brad? So Ricard and JD are actually becoming a little bit friendly toward each other, maybe. And they go to the well. And then Brad runs over to the well to spy on them. And then he comes back and he's like, woo, I did that. And then Shan is like, okay, I'm going to tell Ricard that (laughs) you did that. Ricard, this is what Brad did. And they're like, oh, he's shady. He's shady boy. There's lots of that maneuver. But it won't really pay off because in this episode, when they do the immunity challenge, this time two teams are safe. Only one team has to go to tribal council. And the struggle bus was Tiffany, I believe her name is, where she couldn't get across yeah. the water balance beam and she was dragging herself by her crotch region, like rubbing her shorts against the the balance beam. And she said it was riding up and cutting her and it was all sorts of uncomfortable. Yeah. But she thinks she was the one who was the slowest and it caused her team to lose. However, it was really the puzzle people. She did not take full responsibility for that at all. No, she didn't. She, she, but she really needed to. She took she the time have. like four other people could have gotten across. Oh, yeah. She and, was just kind of sitting there for a while. Yeah. and Well, she said she had no energy and she's older. So she's like, ah, I can't do it. And then. Right. But like, you still want. Ugh, never mind. Yeah. No, I believe you. <laughs> I because just cannot. Really, by the time they got to the puzzle, blue team wins the puzzle, and then it's between green and yellow. And yellow really could have swooped in and won at the puzzle, which happens a lot on Survivor. But Evie and whoever was doing it with Evie couldn't do it. Evie? Evie? Oh, I'm bad. So I do feel like even though... I Yeah, I feel like if they hadn't lost all that time, because the last girl, the girl that ran it, last on the yellow team... She literally ran across the balance beam, got it on the first try. Like, she was so fast. Yeah. And so I do think if Tiffany hadn't been so slow, I think her team would have surpassed at least the green team. Agreed. I don't know if they would have won, but surpassed the green team. We have the yellow as the losing team, and blue team won, so they could pick whether someone from blue team or green team could go do the little protect your vote challenge and then someone from yellow had to go so they picked evie and then i forget his name but the guy on the blue team was like i'll do it so he goes out with her or with them and uh evie just spills everything that's been going on in the yellow tribe meaning not only is there a Tiffany on the Yellow Tribe, like in Big Brother, there's an Xavier as well. And he's a young guy who already has a double vote because he risked it. But not Xavier, Xander. Xander! Oh my gosh, right. that's why I got confused. We've Zan- just been talking about Big Brother too much. We've been talking about Big Brother too much. <laughs> not only do they have a Tiffany, but instead of having an Xavier, they have a Xander. And Xander is flexing that he got the double vote and... He got one part of an idol, which each tribe has a hidden immunity idol, but they're inactive until all three members have it. And until all three members have it, they don't get to vote. And so Xander has all the power in the world. And Evie is like, we got to get him out. And then 
tells that to the Blue Tribe. So Blue Tribe has all this info, which is good for them in case of a merge, but that's a lot of info that was dumped upon the Blue Team by Evie. Right. But Evie has told everybody on the team. Like, she was told with, she was told by Xander with one more person involved, and then she turned around, or they turned around, and told everybody else on the tribe. It's like, she's digging herself a grave. Sorry, yeah. they are digging themselves a grave. We, we, I would love to know what they prefer as their pronouns, so I cannot keep flipping it back and forth. <laughs> yes, me too. We'll figure it out, hopefully. So, yeah. That is the case, but Tiffany says, you know what? I think Xander is lying that his idol is inactive, so we have to vote out Voce. So that's that's exactly what happens. Like, There's a lot of rigmarole in the episode that you have to watch, but as soon as she says that, basically it's set in stone. Voce is leaving, and Voce goes bye-bye. Yeah, he definitely... He was yeah. the... I feel like this always happens where one person ends up going home that in no way deserved to. Like that was, they weren't the person that like had any power and they weren't the person that failed the comp, but it was like a safe target for everybody. Yeah, that was collateral damage. Yeah. That's the that's the phrase I was looking for. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. So proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> so as far as I can tell Based on the previews, it looks like maybe they're going to find an idol on the green team. We'll see. And then hopefully someone will find it on the blue team so we could activate it because it's a secret code. Someone has to be like, like already Xander had to say at the immunity challenge, oh my gosh, I was so tired and wasted and just like exhausted from the challenge that I swear that I was seeing butterflies and thinking that they were ghosts of my ancestors you know watching over me and that's the phrase he has to say and then someone else has to say a different phrase and then when all three phrases are said they know that their idols are activated and they can have a vote in tribal I hate council this. it's so convoluted <laughs> it's so stupid it's it's not even remotely a secret even if he hadn't told everyone something was going on Next challenge, when he has to repeat the same phrase, people are going to know something's going on. Yeah, I think so. Even if it wasn't such a stupid phrase, which they picked the stupidest three phrases possible, people are going to know that this guy doesn't even talk, and then he repeats the same stupid thing every challenge. Yeah, ridiculous. Like, whoever thought this up was drunk, for (laughs) sure. (laughs) I think so. For sure. For sure. Well, so that catches us up with our simple souls that don't know much about Survivor or the names of the castaways. Um, That brings us up to speed. And then next week, we'll have just a normal episode. We don't have to have a two hour and then a one hour to cover. So much. Yeah, so much. Anything else before we depart? I don't think so. I can't think of anything else. All right. Oh, I did. I want to say I loved Ricard on the last episode uh, when he was like talking just to the camera and he goes, he's not good at this game or something like that. Right. It gave me so much joy because like that's what the fans are thinking when we watch. So it's just funny to like hear a act, like player actively saying it. Like, yeah. Playing the game. Yeah. Voicing it. Bad, bad player. I love that. <laughs> that was funny. It. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can always 
email us at simplesoulspeaksurvivor at gmail.com. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we'll record closer to when the next episode is because like, I feel like we, you know, know more about what happened. <laughs> oh, totally. Can give a better commentary rundown of it. Yeah, agreed. But, you know, life happens, so. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Well, I'll talk to y'all later. Thank you, Anna. Bye. Bye.